you are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. You can also follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not much. It's uh, it's Friday, which is which is always nice, and uh, it's it's Super Bowl weekend. So uh, we yeah. are. Uh, so there's again, it's it's that kind of bittersweet thing, especially when you're uh, a team that has a, a history of winning Super Bowls, no matter how long ago that was. Uh, it, it's it's bittersweet, you know, because you you love football, you love Super Bowl, you love the pageantry of it all. Uh, but you're also just slightly sick to your stomach that your team, your favorite team, is not involved. Yeah, this is our last football game until what? Question mark? Yeah, seven <laughs> more months. So yeah. uh, it's been a long season. I'm going to really do my best to enjoy this game, but. Mm. Man, I gotta be honest. It's, it's been an exhausting season. <laughs> it really has. I mean, geez, I don't, I don't know that anybody could have. Uh, I mean, I guess we 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 should have expected it with with all this all the the mall and and pop, you know gray clouds over the top of the season as it started. We should have expected that it was going to be this kind of way. But uh, now that we're here, it, it really it really was a slog. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the game today and what we're looking forward to seeing. But um, for Cowboy fans, this Super Bowl is going to be so much about everything other than the game, right? We're going to be we're going to be excited for food and who you're watching the game with, rather than the, the two teams, because we don't really care. Um, so let's let's start off with that, Landon. What what is your typical Super Bowl party? I mean, I know it's different this year because of COVID, but what are your typical Super Bowl traditions? So you know, it's funny. It's it's. It, before I had a kid, <laughs> we, yeah, that's we, good. Yeah, yeah. mine's gonna be changing, I'm sure. <laughs> before I had a kid, we would have people over. We would have a party. You know, obviously the the whole the whole nine. You serve all the appetizers. We can go over our favorite Super Bowl. Well, yeah, foods, that's, but, that's the whole point of this show. We're gonna, this is very very relaxed and fun. Be, being a you know, I'm as as y'all know, I'm, I'm I live in Los Angeles, but being from Texas. Like queso is without yeah. like queso is a, a requirement for all gatherings. So it's not even just Super Bowl or whatever. Like it, you know, queso is usually uh, included in most most gatherings. So queso is obviously a huge part. I thought you were uh, going to say like lettuce wraps. And come on now, come on now. I just stuff. live in Los Angeles. <laughs> I wasn't born here. All right, that, that that might be my daughter who is I've noticed is very Californian with her eating, but not uh, me. I, I'm yeah. still. Uh, I still want cheeseburgers and and, and queso <laughs> and, and okay. barbecue and uh, yeah. So, so bad, I, yeah, you know we get you get everyone together. You know, have some beer sodas. You know, just uh, watch the commercials. And, and the best part too is that you know the thing about the Super Bowl that's great is that even even people that don't like football, you know, they can watch the commercials. They can get they can you yeah, know they can get yep. to the party. You guys have fun. But since I've had uh, a kid, it's it's obviously been a lot more low key. It's been a lot more relaxed. We still try to, uh, 
you know, kind of make it an event. We still like serve appetizers and, and, you know, right, right. buy sodas and, and, and like it, it watch it as if it's a, a party situation. And I'm sure that's what we'll do, even though it's a COVID again situation. It's, it's, we'll do it just the three of us. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And, and, it's, and it's, you know, serve appetizers, do the whole thing and, and act like it's, uh, it's a, it's a party and, 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 you know, do some rooting. I don't know that I, this may be one of the years that, I actually have, you know, a team that I w- will root for or I feel right, good about right. rooting for in, in Kansas City. So, uh, yeah, I think that's my plan at this point. It certainly isn't, uh, uh, you know, as extravagant as it, as it has been in the past. Uh, but I think it's it's probably what a lot of people across the country are doing this yeah, year for their Super Bowl celebration. It's certainly going to be different. Um, I mean, that, that's the best part is the food and getting your family together and actually yeah. having everybody watch one game that's the only game on. Uh, for me, Landon, the last couple of years it's been different because uh, sports betting is legal here in Pennsylvania. Mm. So um, <laughs> we all we get together a couple hours before the game and we're all placing our bets. I I've got like this giant index card of all my prop bets and all that oh kind boy. of stuff, and we do research. And I remember last year. Uh, the first, you know, the hour before the game, we were watching all the the national anthems. I don't even remember who sang it last year, but trying to get tallies on, you know, what was the average length of the national anthem and all that kind of stuff. And we make our big bet, and of course we lose it because, of course, why wouldn't we lose it? But that's because Vegas that's, always wins. <laughs> yeah, because the odds makers always win. But that's that's my experience now because I don't have a dog in the fight. I like to, I like to use prop bets to to kind of. Get my, you know, to capture my attention for the game and all well, that kind of stuff. But, let me ask you then: Are there any interesting prop bets this year? Like anything oh, that you kind of had your eye on that that's a, at least unique and fun to, to, to talk about? Well, let me uh, let me pull out my little trusty index card. So, because I do think that I will say that I think it's funny. You know, every year the the number of things that people are willing to bet on. You know, oh, just yeah. like the, the prop bets, and it's just it just shows you like. You know, it ranges every, every, everywhere from like the really intense, like who's going to win the game, what's the what's the line, you know, what's the score, to uh, you know, how many times are they going to show the cheerleaders on the sideline? Or I how saw many times one today. Some, somebody's nostrils. How many times do we see Bruce Arians nostrils with one of the prop bets? <laughs> um, I like to stay more on like the football side of stuff than, yeah, than sure. just the random stuff. But I'll give you a, a few of my favorites, all courtesy of BetOnline.ag. That's a nice little promo there. How about this one, Landon? At plus 375, for you betters out there that don't know, this means if you bet $100, you win $375. This is called the Doink Special. Hmm. Will any kick hit the upright or the crossbar during the game at plus 375? We get some shaky kickers in this game. Would not be surprising at all if we get one kick that hits uh, an upright. You figure what? Probably... Including extra points and field goals, probably eight to ten kicks in this game. Does that feel about right? Yeah, I guess so. And you know, six, you, it, six touchdowns, maybe, uh, maybe seven touchdowns. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think it's and you know it's maybe some field goals in there too. And I think the, with these kickers in here, that that's certainly within the realm of possibility yeah. that, that you're going to get one. I would say. Yeah. So that's that's one of my favorite. And this one, the next one's a Bill Belichick favorite, but unfortunately he's not in this game. But. We've got some uh, pretty creative offensive minds. Over two and a half players to pass the football on mm. Sunday. See, mm. when Belichick was in the Super Bowl, you, it was guaranteed, right? Between a Julian Edelman pass or a Danny Amendola one, you'd always get one of these trick plays. I, I still think that's possible. And then finally, my, my favorite one, Tom Brady over 
1.5 rushing yards, the greatest quarterback sneaker in NFL history. The only thing you're worried about really here is the kneel downs at the end of the game because I'm pretty confident he's going to get at least one quarterback sneak. It just does do the does Tampa Bay win this game and he gets two kneel downs at the end to to screw you over. I don't know, but if but, you're look, yeah, if you're I mean, looking for sports bets, there's a, a a bunch of them out there. That's the funny thing too is that you could totally get a, you, know, you could totally get screwed by that, like well, on some throwaway play, like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he, uh, like he he, 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 he hit his he, over in rushing yards, and then at the end of the game kneeled down and lost it for me. Yeah, I mean, but even then, like you could you could be like he could have like let's say Tom Brady has three you know uh, QB dives to, to yeah. convert, and then he just does one scramble where he's you know he's clearly running and he gets tackled behind the line of scrimmage and it's only for like three yard loss yeah. that that could wipe away the whole thing man that's uh yeah. that that's 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 a tough one yeah so if you are living in a state that has uh legalized sports gambling and i know there's a bunch of them now please consider using bet online i i saw today there was like two thousand different prop bets out there it just it makes the game way more enjoyable uh, so consider doing that uh let's take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll talk about the actual game that's going to happen on the field <laughs> Just wanted to take one more quick break to tell you guys about Bet Online. We've got the Super Bowl coming up. We've got basketball. We've got UFC. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust with our bets, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKED ON for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED ON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online your online sportsbook experts all right landon um i want to talk about this chiefs buccaneers game because it's really fascinating and we can tie this into the cowboys i'm sure that's not that hard but um i remember the day after the super bowl last year uh me talking to you on this podcast about how the cowboys needed to get some speed like the chiefs said because that was the difference in the game 40 the 49ers played Kansas City, absolutely incredible. Uh, I thought that was the best defensive performance I've seen in a Super Bowl in a long time. But in a six-minute span, the Chiefs were able to, to, to score three quick t- touchdowns because of Tyreek Hill and McCole Hardman. Do you think that the Chiefs' overwhelming amount of speed is going to be the difference in this game? I think it will be a difference for sure. I mean, I, I certainly think it's one of the things that certainly separates them from a lot of other offenses uh, is, you know, like like you said, not even Tyree Kill, but also McCole Hardman. Um, I, I think that those guys combined, you know, give you an element of being able to, like you said, d- attack in every blade of, the, of grass. Uh, they, they give you the opportunity to quick score, to get quick chunks. Mm-hmm. I mean, even even the problem with that is that even like you have to defend the deep bomb touchdown. But beyond that, too, like you have to defend all the space that they create while you're defending the deep bomb touchdown, right? Because you got to step, you got to have safeties playing far back to make sure that they're not getting beat deep by uh, Hill. Uh, And, and all that space that they create uh, between the, the second and third level uh, is just way too much space for a quarterback, uh, you know, to, to, to be able to, to, have to operate it. I mean, it's just they're going to have be able to eat you up all day, and, and especially for someone like Mahomes, uh, who can kind of make that throw, tw- that twenty-five yard throw in the middle of the field or on an over route 
while he's in a hospital bed just by flicking his wrist. I mean, he's just yeah, so sure. he's so got such great arm talent that you know you would think, okay, well, let's get him down on the ground. But I mean, there's so many different times you've seen it where. Uh, He's escaping pressure. He's being tackled, and and he's just able to flick his wrist uh, and throw the ball forty yards down the field. And 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 because of all the space, all the wide open space that's created by the speed on this offense, uh, he's he's able to find a, a, a either a wide open receiver or uh, you know he's able to find a, a, a tight end or, or a, another receiver who's just you know he's got enough of a of a of a body. Uh, advantage that he can make a play uh and 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 you know mm-hmm. get the first down and then get continue the drive i mean th- those three drives that they had those three touchdowns they had it happened so fast it was like it's it was hard to believe and if you go back and right. watch those super bowl games um you know it's like you watch the 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 highlights of the game uh and 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 <laughs> You know, because the Chiefs won, all the highlights of the game were in the last six minutes, right? Yeah. But but yeah, there's really so was. much more that happened in the early part of that game where that San Francisco did right that was so yes. good, uh, yes. and then suddenly they they let off the gas just just a little bit, and that's that's all it took for Kelsey and Hill and Mahomes to, to kind of just eat them up in, in six minutes, score 21 points. Yeah, so you know how much I like wide receivers, and I think that I mean that's obviously where I'm going to be paying attention to is just to see you know, there's some really good receivers in this game, but to see how much of an impact the Chiefs' speed at receiver uh, changes this game. And long-term, you know, I think it's pretty clear now that the Cowboys aren't going to sign Michael Gallup to an extension. So if you're building this wide receiver core, maybe that third receiver needs to be somebody who is a speedster. Now, I know that player typically, I mean, it's going to be hard to get somebody the same caliber of a Michael Gallup, but maybe you get a lesser receiver with speed and in turn, that makes your whole offense more dynamic, if that makes sense, right? So I, I'm really just paying attention to see like how much of an impact does somebody like McCall Hardman make in this game? Yeah, it's certainly it's certainly worth keeping an eye on, if only for the Cowboys' thought of like, hey, look at what these guys are, are able to do for the rest of the offense. Correct. And, 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 and yeah, if you're going to have to replace someone like Gallup, uh, maybe get uh, get a guy in here with some speed a year early so that he can develop a little bit by the time Gallup's gone. Yes, now you've got a yes. guy who's a, an efficient and proficient uh, third wide receiver. All right, and the, the other storyline that I'm really looking forward to seeing, same side of the ball, is the Chiefs' offensive line. So they are absolutely yeah. decimated on the offensive yeah. line. Both their starting offensive tackles are out. Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher. Schwartz has missed most of the season. Eric Fisher tore his Achilles. Uh, in the championship round, uh, they've got injuries in the interior of the offensive line. I believe I saw they're playing their fourth uh, string guard at right guard. Yeah, um, this is going up against a really, really good Tampa Bay defensive line that really harassed uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, harassed Drew Brees. I'm just curious to see how Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes handle this, Landon, because again, I, I don't want to say that offensive lines don't matter because that's absolutely not true at all. But if you do have a really good quarterback and a really good scheme, you can scheme around them a little bit. And this is obviously the best quarterback in the league and probably the best offensive mind. I'm just curious to see how they do that. Um, what, what are your takes on how the Kansas City Chiefs may try to overcome their bad offensive line in this one? Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be interesting to see, you know. And I think that what really makes it uh, interesting is that they have a, Tampa Bay has got great linebackers behind those deep to, yes, defensive linemen. So what that means is that the short game may not be as effective as you want it to be either, you know. So I, I think that that's really 
you know, one way to kind of get rid of uh, or, or at least avoid some of the pressure that you 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 want to see Mahomes avoid, uh, get the ball out of his hands quickly. Try to get the ball in the hands of Tyreek Hill and, and uh, Kelsey and, and see if they can create that way. The problem is, is that with, with these kind of speed linebackers uh, that they can run and hit and cover every, all, all sides of the field, uh, you know, there's just – those plays are going to be a little bit less efficient than they would be on against some other teams because you've got David, uh, you've got White coming out there and, and, and making tackles very quickly, even on screens and slants and that sort of thing. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I think that you'll see, you know, uh, Mahomes rolling out. They'll try to probably try to get him on the move a little bit. Probably he's comfortable. Yeah, they'll, they'll, like I said, there'll be a lot of short stuff. But the question is, like, how effective will it be because of uh, of the, the the second level of this of this defense? So uh, obviously they're going to need to do some things to try to protect homes, whether that's you know, extra protection or uh, you know rolling out or that sort of thing. I, I tend to think that just knowing the Chiefs, more than likely what they'll do is is really just spread them out and yeah, and yep. and just give Mahomes options to get rid of the ball quickly uh and and just pray that <laughs> they can get they that that they can find open options before Mahomes gets you know absolutely murdered and the one thing that Mahomes can do that maybe one or two other quarterbacks in the league can do is he can he does this weird thing where he can actually like backpedal and yeah. keep going back and still has the arm strength to throw when he you know when he's backpedaling and get it down the middle of the field to Travis Kelsey and stuff so they're able to overcome it better than probably anybody else in the league but as he doesn't seen, need his legs to throw the ball. Right, <laughs> like, which is insane. How, how, what a nice luxury that right, is. Right. Like. <laughs> but as we've seen in other Super Bowls before, it only takes one, two, three plays of the protection breaking down to completely change the game, right? Yeah. I'm thinking of the Carolina one where they played Denver where uh, it was one play of Von Miller sacking Cam Newton where the ball went into the, the end zone, Denver recovered it, and that was really the game. So, you know, they can hold up on – you know, 57 of 60 plays, but if it breaks down and they're able to force a turnover, uh, that could be it. Uh, let's take a quick break and we'll make our final predictions for Super Bowl 55. When it comes to getting or staying in shape, nothing feels as good as that feeling of accomplishment, of hitting your fitness goals and feeling great about yourself. Echelon can help you get there. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rolling machines, and their Echelon Stride Smart Treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity, Echelon gives you a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of your home. The Echelon's uh, latest state-of-the-art innovation has a new cycling uh, bike to take you to the next level. Their world-class instructors will motivate you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio-level classes, always available when you need them. Unlike their competitors, Echelon is affordable for everybody. In one membership, let's up to five family members all work at the, out at the same time. You can't beat that. Right now, you can try any Echelon Fitness equipment at home for 30 days. Just go to echelonfit.com slash NFL. That's echelonfit.com slash locked on NFL. Again, locked on NFL. All right, Lena, before we predict who we believe is going to win this game, who are you rooting for? Because that's that's the more important thing. Again, you're from or not from, you lived in Tampa Bay. I know you're a big Tom Brady guy, so who are you rooting oh for in this one? 
No, I, I'm rooting for Kansas City. You know, okay. I, I again, like, I there is a brother sister relationship between Kansas City and 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 Dallas because of uh, all the Dallas roots, including the fact that the the team used to be the Dallas Texans. You know, way way back in the day. So, um, yeah, I, I'm rooting for Kansas City. I think I I like that group. I like Mahomes. You know, I I think I I I've grown to like Andy Reid, uh, especially after last year. Um, so I'm I'm rooting for for Kansas City. Um, I'm concerned though. I mean, I, I think the Kansas City should be the clear favorite. Uh, I, but I the, think the so. Off, yeah. The offensive line injuries are legitimately concerning because that is exactly the kind of way that they lose this game. Right? Is that yes? They they get attacked and they can't seem to overcome it. Uh, and and you know maybe it plays out similarly to it the way it did last year. Uh, but but. Kansas City still had to score those twenty-one points in six minutes. Yeah. Six minutes. So, yeah. and, and there's a lot that could go wrong in there. So, uh, you know, if 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 Kansas City gets in that into that sort of game again, there's certainly no guarantee that they're going to be able to pull themselves out of it the way that they did previously. And I think the other thing to keep in mind is that, you know, uh, there was one or two throws at the end of the game that Jimmy Garoppolo could have made, uh, and, and one Sanders, of one of them. Yeah, one of them that wasn't, you know, that that wasn't necessarily his fault, you know, a couple that but I there's one or two of those throws that could have saved the game for San Francisco that he didn't make. I you know, look, I don't think Tom Brady is is the same Tom Brady he, he has no, been, but no, I no. don't anticipate Tom Brady missing those throws if they came up in this game. So Kansas City does need to be careful. I think that they are the more talented team. I think they they have uh, all the momentum on their side. Uh, I, I but I I would not leave this Tampa Bay team hanging around because I mean again say what you want about Tom Brady and about his effectiveness as a quarterback currently as we stand he won't miss when he has to make it you know like that's yes, that's that's his superpower is that he is probably the most clutch quarterback in NFL history or at least one of them so don't put the game <laughs> in a position where Tam- where Tom Brady can win it. And I think the Kansas City Chiefs can win it. Yeah, so I don't really care too much. I'm probably rooting for Kansas City. But the reason I'm rooting for Kansas City is a little uh, a little skewed. So I believe, Landon, you tell me if this is crazy. But I think if Kansas City wins this game, it's going to create a lot of chaos in the rest of the NFL for this reason. With Kansas City winning back-to-back Super Bowls with Patrick Mahomes, I think that would skew and change the way teams are building their franchise. Because I think if you see Mahomes and Reed and they're not losing talent and they're just getting better and better, I think some of these teams that are middling, that have average quarterbacks, are going to really start thinking the only chance we have is to go get a Deshaun Watson or another elite quarterback. So I think it's going to incite even more quarterback chaos uh, over the next couple months. And I am here for it. I want as much change in the NFL as possible. I think that would be, uh, that would be really fun. And that's why I'm rooting for Kansas city. Plus I put a nice hefty bet on them before the season to win the super bowl. So that doesn't hurt either. (laughs) That doesn't Uh, hurt. I'm sure. No, but I couldn't, you see if, if Mahomes and the chiefs win the super bowl, people front offices and general managers and decision makers saying, Hey, the only shot we have to be eating this team is to go out and get an elite quarterback. We have no chance if we have the, eighth to 10th best quarterback, 12th best quarterback. We got to get better. I I could totally see that happening after the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, I mean, I think if you want to beat the Chiefs, uh, you, you got to have a good enough defense. Uh, I think everybody's got to have an elite quarterback. I mean, if you want to win the Super Bowl, you got to have a quarterback. But you have to have an offense operating on an elite level. Holding them, holding them to twenty-four points because you're never going to be able to do that. You got to no. actually outscore them. That's the but, only. But way at the same you time, you do them. have to slow them down too. So I do think that having a defense is important at this level, at, at the Super Bowl, right? Like, because if you want to actually stop them, you do have to have. Because like, I think you can have a. Uh, uh, an elite offense that maybe is on the on par with the Chiefs and still be underdogs, right? Because sure, so sure. you need to find a way to. Uh, I guess what I'm getting at is that having an elite offense in a middling defense works probably all the way up until the the championship games, and then at that point you need to have a, a, an offense and a defense that are both playing at a high level, uh, mm-hmm. and I think that the Cowboys can get there. Uh, with middling play through most of the season and then inspired play in the playoffs, I think that happens, you know? Uh, but I think for, for right now, if you're planning on trying to, you know, play in the conference or a division with Patrick Mahomes, yeah, I mean, the starting the starting <laughs> thing you need to have is uh, an elite quarterback or, a, a, you know, a... I again, I don't want to say elite quarterback, but what I will say is, an elite offense, an elite production offense that is either a combination of an incredible play caller, a very good quarterback and, and weapons, or a Patrick Mahomes type elite, you know, freak of nature quarterback who can make everybody else around him that much better. Yeah, I just I just wonder if teams that are thinking about trying to make one more run and if they see Mahomes win a second Super Bowl think, you know what, maybe this isn't our time. Let's reset it. Like I'm again, I'm looking at somebody like Pittsburgh. I know I bring them up a lot on the show, but like, is it really worth trying to bring back Ben Roethlisberger for one more year and paying him $41 million? Or are you better off to just go ahead and start the rebuild and get ready for the next window, which could be two, three, four years from now. That's, that's certainly, certainly on the AFC side. I I would say certainly on the AFC side. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. I, I that's really the reason I'm rooting for Kansas City. I just I want chaos, and I think it would it would bring some in. <laughs> that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you follow the show uh, on Twitter at Locked On Cowboys. You can download, you can, can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We will be back on Monday. And we've got some draft stuff coming up next week. Uh. So make sure you guys are tuning in.